0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to Masari's Unqualified Opinions. Today, I chat with Dave Balter, founder and CEO of Flipside Crypto, interesting data business that's been ranking and benchmarking crypto asset projects based on their developer activity and user activity, a novel concept. Uh, We talk a little bit about their ranking system, some of the tools that they're offering, and just generally how they think about parsing signal from noise in this industry. Uh, A lot of overlap with some of the overarching goals that we have at Masari. Dave's a great guy, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, But before we get into the conversation, a quick word on our sponsors, Token Tax and Token Soft. Masari's Unqualified Opinions is brought to you by our sponsors at Token Tax and Token Soft. Taxes suck. We all know it. And crypto taxes are even worse. I know because I spent days last year trying unsuccessfully to piece together the mess that was my crypto tax return. I needed a platform that could pull from the variety of exchanges, wallets, and other crypto sources I used to help identify cost basis and actual gains and losses for the year. Token Tax saved me. Not only do they have an intuitive platform, they also have excellent customer support from real CPAs. No one loves paying taxes, but with the tax deadline just one month away in the U.S., You can go to tokentax.co right now to get started and save time and money on your taxes. Issuing a digital security on the blockchain is a lot of work, particularly on the compliance side of things, at least if you want to do it right. TokenSoft works with top legal and financial experts to make sure your digital assets are secure and compliant. The company leads the market in providing tools to support tax banking and securities regulations for digital asset issuers. To learn more about how TokenSoft and their new Knox wallet could help you with issuance management and custody of digital assets or securities, you can visit TokenSoft.io or follow them on Twitter at TokenSoft, Inc. Opinions. This is episode number 30 something of Lost Counts. Really excited today to talk to a friend of mine, Dave Balter, who's the founder and CEO of Flipside Crypto, which is working on asset ratings and market intelligence solutions for the crypto uh, industry and trying to at least create some some more common sense benchmarks. I want to thank our sponsors for the podcast, Token Tax and Token Soft. Token Tax, you got one more week to do your taxes or file extensions. So get on it, guys. But um, we are, we're, we're going to have a wide-ranging conversation, I think, on industry data, on the quality of projects, and, uh, and a number of other things. But uh, before we get into Dave's background, because he's a serial entrepreneur and one of the more impressive folks uh, in, in the industry, and, and, and we work closely with his team, um, I have to start by yelling at him, because Tron, according to Flipside, has the same letter grade in terms of a rating as our beloved Bitcoin, so sure. so so, Dave, you should be ashamed of yourself. I want to want to welcome you to the podcast with a, a public shaming, um, <laughs> is it a beating of some sort, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Um, so so we'll, we'll get into that, but okay. but um, I just wanted to kind of lay that out there that, that, that we 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 very much uh, we do not appreciate.
1: We can talk through why that
0: is. We will. We will. We okay. will. Okay. Okay. Um, but before we get into the the meat and potatoes of that and, and, and what you guys do and, and how you thought about this F cast score, mm-hmm. um, Walk through the journey, because this is your first crypto startup, but you've had a number of successful uh, historical startups. Yeah. What what got you to tackle this problem, and, and what was your journey to, to this point?
1: Yeah, so uh, so uh, this is startup uh, startup number seven for me, which is wonderful. Uh, I ran a company from 20, 2001 through uh, 2010 called uh, BuzzAgent, which was a word of mouth marketing agency. We sold that to Tesco in 2010. Uh, and probably the real instigation for this business started in 2010, um, we built a business called Smarter, which is a machine learning skills assessments business, uh, very um, crazy data tools that help people evaluate their skills in 10 questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we sold that in 2014 to Site. The key there is the same team that was building some of those tools, began building uh, Flipside. Uh, what led us here was 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 like many in the space we began tinkering with crypto uh wanted to buy it uh the data that was out there about how to buy it uh was pretty nascent and not not so good and so we called one of our buddies at smarter who's a data scientist and said what do you got that could help us actually build our own investment models Mm he he had happened to have a swing trading algorithm for hedge funds gave us they rebuilt it with crypto historicals gave it to us we began trading and we realized the big aha was if you're investing in the space on price alone you're missing the components that actually evaluate whether these are businesses and whether they are succeeding Mm -hmm. and so we began building tools to solve that we started tracking actual customer activity we started tracking developer behavior uh we realized we raised a fund we did a bunch of stuff and then we realized this data is way too valuable to use just for investing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can we help these the, the industry and projects use this data to rate the assets? So that, that kicked us off.
0: Yeah. And and the rating system initially was you know your your initial target was the investors. That's right. Right. It, it seems like there's been a little bit of a shift, maybe temporary, maybe long term mm-hmm. in focus uh, to to actually directly work with
1: the projects themselves. So that's not gonna go away. That doesn't mean we left the investors behind, but that, that sure. doesn't go away. Um, well, some
0: think, of the investors just got left behind because many are out of business now. Well, there you go, <laughs> right, that's right, yeah, yeah.
1: The, the good ones are still hanging around. But, but um, yeah, so I'd say, uh, you know, um, the, the, the rationale is basically this. We, we rate two things more than anything else. And if you, if, maybe let's back up. If you're listening to a quarterly earnings call for Apple, uh, they're going to say something like, um, yeah, this this year, uh, this quarter, we did 1.4 billion installs of Apple devices. We raised our uh, customer uh, growth rate by X percent. We're releasing these products over this period of time, and this is our expectations for those. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you listen to a typical crypto earnings call, however that occurs in this space, it's like, here's what our market cap was, and here's our price. But there is has been illogical uh, lack of information about, like, is this, is this company growing? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we really analyze these two things. We really analyze the customer activity rate, the retention rate, the segmentation rate, all the things that you need to grow and run a business. Uh, and then we measure, we have 30 data points that we measure across all open source repositories to measure developer behavior, which is an indication of product. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those two things certainly can help investors, and we have a, a whole bunch of tools that they can use to understand the fundamentals But projects themselves, we got to a point where we realized the projects are in dire need of how how do I run my company, Mm -hmm. right? And so we began building a suite of services that- You mean how do
0: I run my decentralized network that did not sell a security? So this has been a debate. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's, yeah.
1: Are these businesses? Are they companies? Are they protocols? Are they whatever? I don't know a single, there there is no, I don't care how- You're a customer entity. Yes, you're an entity. We'll we'll use entity. That's probably the, the nice approach. Like you're- you're an entity, but you have to have customers. Nothing mm. works if you don't have some way to retain revenue through your... There's Nothing works without revenue. So, like, mm. like you know, you can't succeed on operational efficiency alone or building cool technology. You've got to build something. So we realized many of these, you know, unfortunately, many of these folks uh, started building tools to create cool entities, cool, cool whatever, but then said, "Oh my gosh, I got to run this thing," and we mm-hmm. happen to have insights to help them run their business, so mm-hmm. or their entity or their decentralized whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's talk
0: a little bit about the the scoring system. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't name any names, yeah. but uh, after the coin market cap announcements, there were a number of folks on Twitter that did not take kindly God, to some of I mean, your ratings and rankings. Right. Well, we're gonna yeah.
1: we're, we're yeah. you know we'll keep that offline. What is it? Um, okay. Go ahead. You, you, go ahead. Yeah. You, you're the
0: one that took all the heat and all okay. the fire. So, okay. <laughs> um But um, but EOS and Ethereum were rated the highest. Um, Bitcoin, Tron, 0x, a couple of others, wildly different, right, in terms mm-hmm. of reputation, in terms of yeah. um, perceptions around how those protocols capture value, mm-hmm. all got the next closest score. So mm-hmm. walk through the, the components to that yeah. uh, scoring system that you've come up with, how you started the rough estimate because it is just a benchmark it's it's imprecise now but i'm sure it will evolve over, t- over time so how have you thought about that and when to actually flip the switch on when to label something with a letter or a number yeah.
1: um yeah because you felt good enough about the quality of the benchmark yeah it's it is Precisely imprecise, that is my. That is what we'll say. It is, it's a starting it, point. No, okay. it's, so it's Scott, actually... Scott Adams actually, would call it the bad idea. It, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is actually quite precise and we, we would stand by any of the ratings we have out there and we would love to talk with anyone who wants to debate them. But um, So the, our, our system, a few things. It is entirely quantitative. Mm-hmm. I cannot go in and say like, ooh, I kind of like Tron or EOS more than another one. It is what it is based on the data that is available in the market. Mm-hmm. There are three things that go into uh, f Fundamental Crypto Assets Score, that's what it stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, the the two biggest components are user activity, that is designed by ingesting all blockchain transaction data, wallet calls, uh, smarter contract calls, wallet address movement, everything. The IP against that is we label every address based on pattern of movement, so we know what is a speculative, uh, Uh, activity we know what mixers are doing we know how certain people behave in certain ways and we know when actual customers are transacting Mm -hmm. that informs a user activity rating okay every ratings on a zero to a thousand point scale so if I don't know if Tron's exact rating but if it's 800 that's pretty good okay Mm -hmm. let's say okay the second is a component of developer behavior again that's like product Uh, there are 30 components in there it is not how many commits happened anything quite like that it's much deeper there are factors between them and it's really looking at can this organization create product and and deploy it in a way that would actually lead to success mm-hmm. those two things that's 95 percent of gas. the last component which is less than five percent is called market maturity it is that initial trading algorithm we ran to invest ourselves it basically is a measurement of volatility risk liquidity pools it's we call it the rudder Speculation still impacts these assets, and so you need sort of that rudder inside of that. Mm -hmm. Those three algorithms, which are comprised of thousands of variables, roll up into a single score that's called FCAS. Zero to thousand point scale, Uh, the bands within those create the letter grades. So Mm -hmm. if you're in the very, very top brick band, you're a superb, right below that's A, B, C, and F. Uh, for those that are F's, that's fragile doesn't mean they're they're failing they're just fragile because i'm sure it's just a coincidence yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just, it helps people understand what it means in the grand scheme but we you know um so that's what fgas is and mm-hmm. we're and we produce it you know you said you know tron over bitcoin i you know i, I can't tell you i like Tron more than bitcoin mm-hmm. i can just tell you that's what the data shows they have more customer activity and a better developer behavior profile right now maybe than bitcoin does Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? um the last thing, and this is super important, like, we get called by projects, hey, my Telegram community is huge, right, like, I got more chatter than anyone, I like, we don't pay attention to sentiment because so much of it is gamed and, mm-hmm. like, it's it's not a real attribute yet of a company defined by how it would lead to success or an entity, how it would lead to success, so, We don't pay attention to the noise. We pay attention to the facts of is this a business?
0: And if anything, you would expect that that sentiment, uh, a derivative of sentiment, should be developer activity or on
1: chain usage. Exactly. Yeah, so we have like. If people
0: are talking about this legitimately and evangelizing,
1: that will lead to these other inputs. And if they are evangelizing and it's not, then your evangelizing is a waste of time, Mm -hmm. right? All it is is shouting into the wind. It's not going to go, like, Come on, there's let's think about months. any any other world you live in that, you know, put it to good use. The good use should be that the people begin to create a groundswell that gets other people to pay attention and use the project. When that happens, all the numbers look up. And if you overfit
0: for that, there's a chance that you start ranking things more highly at exactly the wrong time. There you go. Because of the, the pump and dump nature of the industry yeah. and, and some of the things yeah. we saw in 2017. It is, it is a life
1: cycle. We look at it like developer. So developer behavior is building user activity is the beginning of actually like what happens when you build great product and then market maturity is now people can speculate effectively. You are correct in that early developer day, maybe Mm -hmm. even before it, some of that sort of shouting can be helpful in getting maybe the right developers to pay attention, to build, to Mm -hmm. lead towards user activity. So that is possible. We just start a little further up the chain.
0: Yeah. Um, Where, where, how does that evolve over time? Right. Mm -hmm. So, so right now, it seems like that's a pretty solid foundation, mm-hmm. but you can look at a protocol like Bitcoin and 0x, which are right next to each other. We'll forget about Tron because everybody likes to use that as a punchline. and like a punching bag. Okay. Um, but 0x, really well-respected team. Bitcoin, I think in the f ratings, I think they're 4 and 5 right yeah. now, or 3 and yeah. 5 or something like that. Same letter rating. Yeah. Um, you would be hard-pressed to find someone that would argue zero X has anything close to Bitcoin in terms of uh, product market fit, figuring out value capture for the token, right? So the the protocol is used. The tech that's being built is used by many, many different teams in the industry. But uh, even the zero X team will tell you they don't necessarily have a a stranglehold on exactly how this token will accrue value over time. Bitcoin on the other hand has proven to be Money like yeah. in, in many of its attributes. So, um, how do you how do you frame this for investors or, or or you know anyone else that's looking at this as if it is a debt rating? Because mm-hmm. that could mm-hmm. be the temptation to look at this and see oh this is kind of like my FICO score. It's FI- it's Fcas yeah. instead yeah. of um, instead of FICO. It's it's uh, the flip side rating instead of like the S and P rating. Yeah. Um, that implies a certain. Uh, rubber stamp of financial health
1: aside from the inputs which are decidedly not financial in nature right so that's the most important part there is not enough cash flow in any of these companies to build a Moody's like credit ratings for, mm-hmm. okay and we all know that that is that will certainly be componentized as that happens in this space and we do believe over the next few years you know users will turn into revenue and there are some that are getting the revenue but like for the most part that's what needs to begin to occur and when that happens you can do more credit rating type of definition, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I would try to not think of this as black and white as the industry maybe previously thought of this, which is, which is, well, Bitcoin's been around forever, it's got the greatest, let's say, maybe the, the greatest fundamental technology. Zero X hasn't figured out their business yet. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're sort of working in the same patterns and the same streams that would make them equal in their behavior profiles. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean Bitcoin's gonna succeed or Zero X is gonna succeed. One over the other it means that right now if you're investing you should be thinking about these things maybe in a similar way but more importantly if you're the project as your 0x you're like okay I'm doing the work I am heavy lifting in a way that maybe something is good as good as Bitcoin is doing okay mm-hmm. I would also argue and I'll we'll come back to like what's next I would also argue I love Bitcoin I think Bitcoin probably will win in many ways there's a pretty good chance they don't. I mean, look at AltaVista and Google. Like, you know, who knows, right? So right now I go, it's hard to see that, but I can tell you the data would show that these two things are starting to behave in in slightly similar patterns. The thing that is changing Mm -hmm. is that there's so much second-layer protocol behavior going on that that data, it doesn't make sense to do all the transactions on-chain, that data will begin to transform how we think about the ratings. What's happening off-chain? What's happening in second-level protocols, et cetera?
0: Yeah. Uh, That might be an opportunity, though, because if if some of these protocols become anchor protocols, then hypothetically they'd start to develop more of a fee market, Mm -hmm. right? Because you'd have to pay fees to actually settle on-chain. on that value capture note, uh, Nick Carter had a, a, an excellent thread uh, last week, I think, on MasterCoin and a history lesson that, that, that I think people can, can look at uh, with MasterCoin. Okay. Uh, MasterCoin was maybe the initial ICO back in 2013. Okay. Early investors made oodles of money. It's, it's now known as, as Omni. Um, and Omni is a $2 million protocol. Yep. Yet Made SafeCoin and Tether mm-hmm. uh, are built on top of, of Omni. Cool. And, and Omni has not captured any of that value. Tether has processed uh, over 100 billion in, in, in transactions and transfers. Regardless yeah. of whether you think it's fully reserved or, yeah, or yeah. you know, I don't want to get into any yeah. of the conspiracy theories. But yeah. no matter how you slice it, that type of activity has happened, and yet the technology that under undergirds that um, has captured
1: zero value. Well, what does that tell you?
0: Well, it, it tells us that there's no business. But what is what is <laughs> what? Is, what it, but what is missing there, right? if, if you think about throughput. Yeah. then Omni, hypothetically, I I would I would think would look pretty good from a uh,
1: from what it, it has enabled in terms of transaction volume on chain. But they don't have customers. You're saying because they threw off the other technology. That those people learn to define by creating customers.
0: Sure, but but uh, would would that be excluded in the FCA's calculations? Because I don't, if, I don't know enough to know. But
1: okay. probably in the way we we think of each of these as separate. Yeah. separate organizations, so we'd probably say, well, those activities belong the madesafe they don't belong mm-hmm. to Omni, right? So it sounds to me like MasterCoin Omni made a pretty critical business mistake, which is they let their IP, which is how do we get customers to engage, get into the hands of elsewhere, and they had two choices. One choice, this is like general business principles, one choice is to take enough ownership of that parent, mm-hmm. the one that's gonna create customers, that they win when they win, mm-hmm. or they hold it onto it themselves. And what it sounds like they did is they said, this is awesome. Hey, why don't you guys go build businesses and we'll be over here like hanging around and doing cool stuff. That's a problem for this industry. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, just, hey everybody, you can't just build cool stuff and then hope your way to a strategy of success. Like you have to run a company, go run a company. Don't give away your IP. I mean, did, ha, well, that's, that's, that
0: is that, that is that is somewhat controversial, right? Why? We're in an open source industry, right? Um, so I understand look, you that, and I you and I know that, yeah. right? But uh, I don't necessarily know is is it truly that zero sum for some of the open source protocol tokens? Because this is gonna play out and be a major trend over the next couple of years and you guys but, should hypothetically be able to, to measure some of this activity between Cosmos and Polkadot and Parachains yes, and yes. Ethereum versus EOS and yes,
1: even Tron, right? But open source doesn't mean you give it away. And everyone else can make money, but you don't. There are lots of ways to open source your product. Look at Linux, right? There's lots of ways to create open source philosophies and standards that doesn't let you lose when everyone else is win. When everyone else mm-hmm. is like, <clears throat> don't confuse those two. I love decentralization. I love open sourcing, but like, be a business. Well but, but, so you should allow us to argue it. Yeah. yeah. no, look I I, I I understand that and I
0: in many ways I agree with it, but I guess the question is um, what you just said is uh, to use Zero X as an example, right? Yeah. If if the Zero X protocols were developed by Zero X and then they had a red hat like business mm-hmm. um, where they were consulting and helping spin up new operations, right? That that's that's awesome. one way to do things. Awesome. Yeah. But what that implies is that the Zero X team, by adopting that red hat model, has essentially said the token doesn't
1: really matter. And they may. it may be the case in the longest of runs, if this industry is Mm -hmm. to survive, I don't know, I hope the tokens matter, I hope all that Mm -hmm. happens. But to survive, they're gonna have to come up with a conclusion like that. They're Mm -hmm. gonna get beyond the like, I can just raise money to build cool tech and have this great idea that like, I just give it away and then it's just gonna like, going to happen, they're going to have to come up with something. And I don't know the answer yet. It might be something we haven't seen about how they do that that maintains the token and lets them do the redhead type of thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But all of that has to play together or else they won't exist. I, I so, Or may, maybe the code exists, but them, so as, if, a, them as people running of the code, they won't mm-hmm. exist.
0: Are, are you As you think about framing FCAS then, is it a rating on protocol quality versus the asset? Because it is the the flip side crypto asset score, yeah. which implies that it is today, more about the token. Maybe that's just shorthand, but is it really more about the protocol?
1: Then? Today today it is um, those two are infinitely associated. Uh-huh. and, and um, I mean, is it about the protocol? Um, I try to not distinguish between the two, but I would say to your question about evolution, mm-hmm. it may be become that those begin to diverge at some point. Yep. And maybe it's a F, FCPS wouldn't, doesn't sound as good. So <laughs> we'll keep it at we yes. on work, yeah, on, work, on, work on that. I got to work on that, but, but today those are, those are intrinsically linked mm-hmm. and when they start to separate, we're going to, we'll measure how those begin to separate.
0: And, and there is that third uh, bucket, which is very underweight, but it is part of the, the yeah. f cast score yep. now, which is, um, what do you call Mark- market maturity, sentiment, Mark- maturity, maturity right? Yep. So, so that, uh, in, 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 in that view of the world, if these two decouple, uh, you might Change the that way might become system.
1: stronger, right. So look, here, here's how market maturity works. We run 40 efficient market trading strategies against an asset. So mm-hmm. we look at every day's price. We've, we have it in the past. And we ask for the next day, could that predict the next day's, next day's price on how many of those efficient trading strategies? Seasonality, momentum, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. The ones that can predict the most are more mature. And the reason this is important is because right now, crypto is still an inefficient market. And so you know it's, it's yeah, so, so it's really hard to invest effectively. But those that become more efficient, that represents ones that investors, really sophisticated investors, can run their traditional trading strategies and understand how to how to monetize the market. Mm-hmm. The more that happens, the more safe ground there is for investors. The more safe ground for investors, the more a company gets supported, et cetera. And yes, that could create a lift in the market maturity score if that begins to happen
0: where does uh 2019 take you guys what's next on the the rollout schedule because uh, uh behind the scenes mm-hmm. i've gotten a peek at something so there's some questions i'm not going to ask because i don't know what's public and yeah. I, I, it's tough yeah. for me to filter the two yeah. so what um what what's next on the roadmap what are you excited about anything coming
1: out that's yeah. new and exciting um, um so i'd say most people order? yeah most people don't or haven't gotten a look at but we build we have a whole suite of analytics tools mm-hmm. for the projects themselves mm-hmm. so we believe our job in the industry is to help create insights and exposure that allows people to understand these as businesses and most importantly is how do we help these projects get over the hump of I created something interesting now it has to grow mm-hmm. and so there is a suite of analytics tools if you're a project the actually core tool is free you can see your FCAS, you can see all of its subcomponents trend over time historicals and then we have a, a whole bunch of uh, traditional segmentation and retention modules. We can tell you, these are your customers, this is how they're behaving, this is what they're doing, this is what they're not doing, and maybe use those tools in order to help grow and accelerate your business. Mm-hmm. And So that that's out there, a lot of people haven't seen it yet, but, but it's being used by quite a few projects. And it is good looking. It so good I've, looking.
0: I've, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen it yeah. um, and, uh, and, and super excited about it. Um, in the next couple of weeks, you will see Flipside Ratings on our on-chain FX dashboard. We're excited to roll that out, and 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 we'll we'll continue to uh, to add more features and and, and columns and different inputs. But a lot that we can do, I think, um, uh, argue if you will about the results of the data. But numbers don't lie. Yeah. Uh, Those those
1: those out there who know you know who you are. You can argue (laughs) all you want. You can argue all you want do it in person let's <laughs> we'll have that discussion oh yeah. man come on now. Yeah, the, ending, page match Can ending with
0: some fire that's got to be the promo yeah. Zach's going to edit that and we're going to make this a fire <laughs> episode that everybody comes back for okay uh, Dave Balter at Flipside Crypto uh, very smart guy that's done this before in data science and, and analytics generally and trying to bring a little bit more sanity to crypto much like we already Uh until next time thanks for tuning in peace